0: Hello and welcome to the Flow Effect. This week's episode is all about house systems, specifically how you can use house systems to increase student engagement through competition, how you can prepare your students to lead your school culture through those houses, and what kind of actions should you be incentivizing and rewarding within your point systems. We're joined by Mr. Eric Kuyper. He's the dean of students of St. Vincent Ferrer Catholic School in Delray Beach, Florida, and I think you're going to enjoy this one. Happy listening. No time, no tools, big expectations. How do you transform school culture without derailing the train? Answer, little wins that bring big changes. The flywheel effect, harnessing the power of momentum to create a school culture that celebrates change and drives itself. I want to dig into your house competitions at your school. So you know, tell, us, tell us how to run.
1: Well, um, we just had a little, actually we had a a very fun uh, fall festival with our houses. Um, And it was, we do big competitions, but we also do what we call, we do major competitions and we do minor competitions. And this was um, a little bit of an experiment um, that we did with our house leaders. um, And we, we had all the house leaders meet together. They, our house leaders do a, a a luncheon just the house leaders together we actually do it it's just my my room uh, which is the the music room um, I set up some tables in there it's a nice large space and we have somebody generally not one of our moderators or me um, sit in there just to kind of have somebody supervising they're on the computer and the kids just talk they talk about ideas they, they drive some things and we told them we said listen you know we're gonna do a fall festival. A couple of years ago, we did a a scarecrow building competition and kids had to bring items in to to build a scarecrow and they decorated a pumpkin. That was the head they had. they, They came up with some some parameters for it. And, you know, we said, you know, do you guys want to do this fall festival? Yeah, we want to do it differently. And we just said, then go just do it. So they met. They got on. Every house has its own Google Classroom. They put out, you know, items that we need. They came up with different events. One of the things that was sort of shocking to us as moderators, because our kids really are motivated by competition, was they said they wanted to do two or three events that were team building and not competition, but competition within each house. So... They did a bring in crazy items and each house had broke themselves into little teams and they did come up with the best costumes with the items that were given. And they broke themselves into four different groups. And then we had a little teacher judging panel, but it was just among that house. So it wasn't a competition from one house to another. Um, they did, however, come up with one minor competition. They also did a pumpkin painting. We had little wooden cut-out pumpkins that they decorated because they wanted to be able to bring something home as well. So everybody did a whole pumpkin thing, which was just sort of an activity. So they could sit across the table for a few minutes and just kind of talk to each other and decorate. Um, we did feature each house presented their favorite pumpkins but not for points or anything else it was just something that they wanted to do to feature them and those featured ones were displayed in the school Um, but the house picked them you know the students picked all the ones that they wanted they did a mummy toilet paper wrap the person in mummy then the person had to run a relay in the gym and so the competition was based on who was wrapped the best and could run the relay fastest and keep all their toilet paper and everything on to the best of the ability. It was crazy. It was fun. It was exciting. And what was amazing to us, instead of just three or four competitions in the, in the hour and a half we gave them, they really put it on themselves and said, we're not feeling like we know our seventh and eighth graders. Like we don't know all of these sixth graders very, very well. We have, you know, I think we I think we had 40 or 50 new students to our school this year that came in in that sixth, seventh and eighth grade. Um, my house has four sets of twins that came in, which is which was kind of fun. Um, and so and it just happened that they ended up spinning into the house that way, which is great. And so they've they, they said we want to get to know each other better. And that was student led. Um when we asked them, where did this all come from? Is this you guys? And they said, no, we're taking all the ideas from the kids in our house. We're taking the things that everybody in our house has said, you know, I don't know that kid or, you know, is that kid, is he, is he funny or is he, or is he odd? And they're like, well, we need to find out. Let's see, let's see what it is. So, you know, I, that's, it's real. It's, I love that. it's That they're just real about it. Um, but the competitions that we do are, are, are just are, are fantastic. They have a competition um, that they're talking about in, in uh, the spring where they want to do a, an escape room which you can get them online. We've, we've got this whole thing. And so they're going to two groups will go at a time while two groups are doing another activity. We'll split the gym. We'll drop the curtain down in the gym in a half. We'll have two setups. Um, we as as moderators and teacher facilitators, we went out to get all of the stuff because we don't want them to have any advantage in knowing how it all works. And we'll set that all up. And they're going to, it's going to all be based on time. Everybody will go through the same event, but, the students were funny about saying we can't let anybody cross paths with anybody to give a hint. So they're coming up with a map of, of directions of where one house goes out one door and another house comes in a different door so that they can't give any hints. And
0: they're doing the logistics too.
1: Th- totally. Cause they get it. They're like, Oh, you know, so, you know, I could just, chase is going to tell uh Asher what what happened in their thing and 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 it's just going to become unfair and you know all of all of the buddies doing it so they they know the traps bef- better than we do um that they're going to fall into and we just we just let them do it so it's great
0: so there's a lot of a lot of times you hear about like what school should be and like everybody has ideas like school should look like this maybe it should look like that or it should look this goal here you guys ask the people that, that matter in this case, like you asked the kids and they, and th- this is what school looks like, what they want it to look like, which is awesome.
1: It is, I, you know, we, we have our standards as the Dean of discipline for the school. I mean, I'm the Dean of students and I handle all the discipline. They, they know exactly what's expected of them because we make sure that they understand what's expected of them when, um, and I have to tell you, I, I, I do this periodically. I check with kids and I'm like, you know, our, I notice when I walk in the room, everybody straightens up a little bit. There's no doubt about that. And the teachers talk about that a little bit, too. And I, and I tell them, I, I never, you know, are you coming in because you're afraid of what's going to happen? And they said, no, they just don't want to disappoint us. They don't, they don't want to do something that is below the expectation of what we have. Um, they, they'll hear me say all the time, listen, if you shoot for mediocrity, you are destined to reach it. So you've got to shoot for something greater. And if, if you're willing to say that's good enough, then that's exactly what it's going to be. And that's exactly who you're going to be. You're going to just be good enough. And nobody it, nobody was placed on this planet to be just good enough. And so that's something that we instill with our students. Every one of them has special, unique gifts and talents. And we work really hard to pull that out of them. And when they don't see it, we try to find those things. Sometimes it's hard for us. Sometimes the kids are saying, "Hey, you know, he's really good at this." And so, you know, we kind of pull them through that. Competition can help highlight those things as well. It kind of lets, you know, lets lets the steam rise up to the top sometimes. Um and it's and it's great.
0: Yeah. You're speaking my language there cuz I've coached for a long time and I would find little ways to add competition into my class all the time. Cause just like you said, you always like kind of learn things you didn't know about, about kids when, when there's a little bit of a competition going, obviously not, um, like overly competitive, like in class, but like they they tend to show up for things and they they tend to try. I
1: I know a lot, little competitions, things that add points in the day. I know a lot of our middle school teachers on, especially on Fridays or Thursdays, you know, depending on if they're going to see them the next day. um, They like to do like a Kahoot or they'll do, you know, a couple of other like race games or other things. And there's points at the end of that. So, you know, they're sitting in their home room and there's members of each house and the teacher will pop up a, a Kahoot or they'll, uh, they'll pop up another little quiz or something. And it's a race to get the, the most answers correct and, and get it done in the quickest time. And I, it's, it's amazing how I see the points roll in um, when that's going on and the kids when they, when they come downstairs, uh, the whole middle school is upstairs, most of their classes. And when they come downstairs, you can just hear the buzz when they are, when they've had those little competitions. And man, I can't believe Caritas, they just, they, they killed it today. You know, they, they're going to, the points are going to just raise and, you know, they'll, they'll, Come downstairs and see one of the TVs with the boards on it and uh, or, or come around the corner from where they are, the TVs that are up that that show the house points and and the teachers will put them in right there at the time. And they can't wait to get around that corner and look and see where their house is compared to another uh, another house and and how how much they personally were able to contribute to that. Hey, guys, if you're
0: listening to this podcast, you have a vested interest in school culture, and I would like to provide you with our newsletter. The Live School Leader is a free monthly newsletter where we provide you articles, uh, PD webinar opportunities, social media links, videos, all sorts of things, including this podcast, to your email on topics like PBIS, classroom management, behavior management, uh, school culture, and student rewards. If you'd like to sign up for the Live School Leader, the link is in the show notes. Have a great day and happy listening. So Eric, put, put yourself in kind of the audience's shoes here. The school leaders listening from somewhere else in the country, you know, far away from your school, they're hearing all these great things your kids are doing, and they're like, I want to try that. What, what should they know?
1: Um, number one, uh, if you don't try it, you're never going to do it. That I mean, that's that's just the first thing. We are great educators. As educators, we're great planners, but oftentimes we will come up with every excuse in the world as to why something's not going to work. I would much prefer to try something and have it just completely fall flat than to wonder what it was going to what it was going to be like or if it would work. Um, look at your resources. Look at your time frame. Look at your schedule. Um, and I like to try things in small groups. So if I'm going to do a big thing with the whole middle school, I might try it even so the middle school doesn't know. I might, when my fourth grade class, one of my fourth grade classes is in, the, is in the room, I might say, hey, you know, here's our lesson. We're going to do this, but we're going to do something a little different and just try a little something with them and see how it works. Um, that fifth grade class comes in and I don't just try it once. I'll try it on two or three different test, test groups and just see how it's going to work. And each time that happens, I learn a little bit more. Um, I'm also lucky because I came up, I'm the person who develops the master schedule at my school. So I have my schedule so that I have every grade level on the same day. So, and there's a great advantage to that, not only in planning, but I'll work with one group and I'll, I'll do the lesson plan. And I learn a great deal of what to do better and what not to do in that lesson plan for the next group. So, whether it's fortunate or not, if you're in that first group in my morning, some days that lesson goes great. And maybe, you know, I, I take some things from that and I change it for my next group that's coming in um, and, and I'm, I'm able to tweak it a little bit. I'm able to go, OK, if I do it this way a little bit differently, I can do that or, you know, it didn't work this way. I can retry it and and change me. I think one of the biggest things we're afraid to do sometimes is to change us and the way we do things. Um, and I think when it doesn't work the first time, I'm not going to try to hit that, that nail the same way every single time. If I'm not driving it in, I'm going to go from a different angle. I might pick up a different hammer. I might do something a little bit differently, but adapt, change, but you've got to be willing to take that first step. You know, that that's really what it is and take chances. I don't know if it's just me and my humanity, but, but I, what I find is great teachers in my life, teachers who I had as students were teachers who were humble enough to say, you know what? I did not do a great job on that for you guys today. Um, let's try that again in a different way and, and appeal to the humanness of our students and let them see our vulnerabilities occasionally, not all of them, but let them see that we're human, that we make mistakes, that we, that we have vulnerabilities as well, because they become, they're going to be critics anyway. Why not allow them to be empathetic and, and to say, Oh, I get that. You know, I've done that before too, but in the process, let them go, Hey, I'm trying anything. I tell my students right to their face. I will try anything to help you improve on this, whatever this concept is. So, Let's go. Let's, let's try some things. Let's throw it in there, throw it in the hopper. So I, I think we just, we don't do that enough.
0: That, the thing that sticks out to me there is if, if you're sitting at home and you're like, you're like, the culture is just not what I want it to be. Well, change it. Like, like you said, pick up the hammer, pick up a different hammer, do something a little different. And, and you guys are doing, doing a lot different than a lot of folks. And it sounds like it's going really well. Um, I wanted to ask you one more thing. And, um, had to do with how you guys do points. Uh, that, this came up in the in the webinar, and I'll link that for folks too. Um, how did you guys decide on your point
1: system? Well, I, I, I'm going to I'm opening up my app right now because uh, for for just a little quick reference, we we did some adap- adapting. The first year, we put in a whole different. You know, what do we want them to achieve? What are the things that we want to see that they um, that they do well. Um, what are the things that are our expectations competitions? And we set up a rubric that was basically just sort of all one big group. And then we thought, okay, there's a lot to look at when you want to quick put in points, especially when you grab your phone and do it. So we decided to break it down, as you guys have done, into categories and and fine tune the categories. And I love the fact that we're able to rename our categories and and adapt them to any way that we can. So, you know, we have one that's competitions, major competitions and minor competitions. We had a basketball throwing contest, um, which uh, at, at the end, which was all girls, um, at first and then all boys. And we broke it down. And so that was a big major competition thing that we did, but they had to play to get into the competition. They had to answer questions. They had to do some other things, um, ac- academically in order to get into that competition. So it was kind of a, a full sweep, but we took our school motto, which is hearts to God, minds to learning, uh, uh just drew my mind. Minds to learning, um, talents to service and stewards of the earth. So we took those things, um, hearts to God. Those are things that are a random act of kindness. Those are things where maybe a student, um, does one of the readings on a weekend mass or does something that's where a student is going to, um, to, to do stay after in a class to help a teacher, just to do things that, Um, I, I had a kid the other day walking into the, into school. It was a middle school student and he was way ahead. He stopped, he held the door open, let a couple of other kids go through. Um, he said, good morning to them. And he went off, um, and, and then he went his way and I picked up my phone, boom, threw some points down because that's just a random act of kindness. That's a kid who says, who stops, he's a middle school kid on his way to class could have made him late because he had to go further, but he was making sure younger students were doing something and getting an advantage over him. And he was there to serve them. So that was great. Mm. Minds to learning. That's where all of our academic competition things come in. Those those thought process things, Um, those uh, that you're your, your um, student of the month academically, your accelerated reader, your reflex points, your um the uh, honor roll, things like that. We have three different levels of honor roll that we have, and and so those are three different point things. Um, if we do a, a a a brain bowl, those kind of things as well can go in there. Stewards of the Earth. Our students do a lot of charities. We um, we have a green. Uh, one of our electives is a green initiative um, where students they're, they're working in a garden, they're planting, they're doing recycling, but. In addition to that, they go out, students go out on weekends and they glean the fields in Western uh, Palm Beach County um, to, to get, get those foods and then donate the, those items that they're, you know, after the first and second pick that they're able to do. And we have, we'll have 40, 50, 60 students come out on a Saturday or a Sunday morning to pick those leftover vegetables that are maybe not so pretty to get them to food banks and to do those things. Um you know, that is, you know, it's cleaning the earth. It's also being charitable um, talents to service. When when you put forth your efforts, um, our kids that worked backstage, our middle school students that worked backstage um, this past weekend to help our fourth and fifth grade students put on their production, they're going to get points for their work in doing that. Um, when they, you know, get up and sing in, 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 in a church service or they do something else, putting those talents to service, help tutoring helping another student out Um, our junior honor society and our houses all have tutoring systems that they work together to help any student from grade one up can come in. They have free tutoring sessions and they do that. Um, So we we've, we've catered it to our environment, to our community, um, to the things that are important to us. Um, They're very much the same things that every other school is going to, to be rewarding points to, but we've, we've, Tapered it to a, a a way that our students can identify our school identity. They can they can relate to what we are putting forth as our standards and the things that we believe in and that we want to drive to our students. Those things that are going to make us great adults. And we put them into categories that can make sense to them and relatable right back to our our school, uh, our motto, and and our our the purposes of why we're there.
0: I love all that cause it's all, it's all community centered. It's all service centered. Um, and, and there's a lot of things that just going to make your kids be better people, which is, you know, should be what, what we're after. Um, but Eric, you've got uh, a storm bearing down on you, so we don't want to, want to hold up any more of your time. Um, if, if anybody had questions uh, for you or they want to find you on social media, how, how could they do that?
1: Well, I mean, they're more than welcome to, to, you can share my email with me at school. That's eric.kuiper at stvfschool.org. I know that you've got that. I got some, some really good points back from our, uh, the webinar that we did. And we, I, Lisa Gustinelli or Jenko Pol- now, um, and I worked together with that. Um, we got some really good questions that came about that and, and we're happy to answer those as well. Um, you know, you can always check out our St. Vincent Ferrer um, Facebook and Twitter and uh, and uh, Instagram pages and, and reach out to us that way or reach out to our school. Um, I'm always happy to help educators. As I said, it's my 32nd year. But, you know, this year, my wife asked me how many more years you think you want to do. And I said I could do another 32. So um, I'm in for the long haul. As long as she has access to credit cards, i got to keep working anyway. So there you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For sure. For sure. Well, um, thank you very much. We we love sharing uh, stories about positive culture and what what school can be and and should be in some cases. So thank you very much. Um, All that stuff will be in the show notes. Matt, anything before we go? Uh, Just Eric, You're our first director of music. Rumor has that there's a piano in front of you.
1: You want to give us a, a little outro? I'll just give you a little. There you go. To end the show, a little cadence. There you have it, folks. (laughs) You got me, man. Eric Kuyper, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you.
0: The Flywheel Effect, harnessing the power of momentum to create a school culture that celebrates change and drives itself.